Good morning, good morning, footy fans. We are back with another episode of PL Daily. It's Thursday, May 11th, and boy, do we have some news. First one up is that Manchester City, well, that the Manchester City Football Group bought another club. We'll talk about that. We've got a lot of rumors, including Declan Rice, Mateo Kovacic making a Premier League swoop. What about Bukayo Sacco's contract extension? So much in this one. Excited to get going. Like we mentioned at the top, first one up that we have is Manchester City leading the way with Brazil. They bought another club. EC Bahia becomes the latest club to join City Football Group. They're the third South American club to join the international conglomerate. And this is club number 10. The Manchester City Football Group, they have clubs. Manchester City, New York City, Melbourne City, and 10 more clubs on top of that from Japan to Uruguay, China to India, and Brazil is next up for them. Uh, This just continues to show what they are doing in terms of a scouting network, right? It just is what they're doing in terms of being able to, to move players around for next to nothing. I believe it's Aaron Moy who went from Melbourne City to Manchester City for like a dollar, never even played for them, and immediately was sold to Brighton and Hove Albion for like fifteen million. It's financial doping. They just put fifteen million in Manchester City's pocket, and that's how they play it. Look, Chelsea are getting into that multi-club model. We all know about the Red Bull model. They've got a few clubs as well. Uh, This seems to unfortunately be the new trend moving forward for these big, big clubs. They see it as the fastest way to grow financially as well as, um, you know, with with players and things like that. Instead of having to scout and do do things like that, they can just put players in these 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 clubs that they own and kind of manage it from there. So anyways. Over 10 clubs inside this group. A little bit crazy to me, uh, but that's not it for Manchester City. They also have apparently pegged Mateo Kovacic, Chelsea's midfielder, as an alternative to Jude Bellingham, who looks set to join Real Madrid. We've seen Mateo Kovacic not really sure about his future at Chelsea. I think that Manchester City is probably a preferred destination for him, especially as they are strong in the Champions League semifinal. Uh, favorites now to win the Premier League title, but we'll have to see. Now uh, It is silly season, and I thought I'd just start it off with an easy one, right? Just get the transfer rumors, wet the whistle a little bit, because we have a lot more <laughs> coming up here. The next one we have is Mark Gerhe apparently being targeted by Arsenal and Tottenham. Crystal Palace saying, hey, minimum $50 million, just like Man United played for, paid for Aaron Juan Bissaka back in 2019. The only little bit of caveat here is that uh, Gerhe's former club, Chelsea, are due a 20% sell-on clause. So, $18 million moved to Selhurst Park could be leaving for 50 plus million would be good business from crystal palace the real concern for them is who would they be able to replace him with uh when it looks at spurs clement longley is due to return to barcelona at the end of his season long loan spell uh you've also got arsenal wanting to strengthen its center back after squad depth 
was a little bit exposed when uh, William Saliba went down. But we'll have to wait and see. Gurhi's had a fine season for Crystal Palace. He is an England international and uh, is in line to be Palace's full-time captain next season, assuming Luka Milivojevic will leave in the summer. But he's got three years left on his contract. No rush for him whatsoever. So we'll have to wait and see uh, how this all plays out. But... Again, silly season. The transfers got to love it. London player going to rival London clubs. (laughs) The other one for Arsenal is that uh, they are going to do two big contract extensions. The first one, like we mentioned at the top of the show, Bukayo Sako looking for a five-year contract extension that's going to pay him around 300,000 pounds a week. That is a big bumper, but look, he has been electric. For those of you that play Fantasy Premier League, he was pretty much a must-own for the last couple seasons, I would say. He's pitching in with tons of goals. Uh, he's young, up-and-coming, loves the big moment. It You'd be crazy not to right? Like this makes a lot of sense for both parties. And uh, again, it's one of two. The other one is Arsenal ready to reward Aaron Ramsdale with huge pay rise and a long-term extension as well. So Ramsdale, who's a 24-year-old goalkeeper, has been rock solid for them this season. He's currently around 60,000 a week with two years left on his contract. Arsenal do have an option to extend, but they want to go big on Ramsdale and make him uh, their guy. So again, 60000 is pretty low for, for regular Premier League starters, especially goalkeepers, and that he's young as a 24-year-old and to have played this many minutes. Bournemouth, um, he played with someone else. I We made the joke, right? The guy got relegated back-to-back seasons before coming to Arsenal. He has absolutely set all of those people's tweets on fire, uh, showing them that he is a top, top goalkeeper and a top, top player in the Premier League. I mean, he's going to be around for probably another decade. So kudos to him. Uh, He's having a fantastic season, and he's got a little bit of money that he's going to get earned on top of that. All right, a name that we are going to hear today and we are going to continue to hear all summer is Declan Rice. Right now, he's tipped to potentially be going to Arsenal. Man United are interested, Liverpool are interested, and of course, Chelsea have been interested for a couple of seasons now. The difference is the Gunners, they don't know if they want to pay as much, right, as West Ham are hoping for. West Ham, I think, have been circling around 120 million for him especially after Chelsea set the transfer fee with Enzo Fernandez at 106.8 million but when you're bidding against Manchester United and Liverpool and potentially Chelsea someone is going to have to stump up the money right and i think Liverpool massively need a midfield overhaul Arsenal this would be a nice to have they definitely you know, probably could use a player to sit in and cover and protect, no doubt. Chelsea massively need to continue to overhaul their midfield. Man United, kind of like Arsenal. They've got some players in there, but they want a big upgrade. Declan Rice will be one of the top, top transfer targets for all of Europe, 
but obviously he's going to want to stay in England. So a majority of the clubs he's being linked with are in the Premier League. So we'll have to see. But everybody is going to be knocking on West Ham's door, especially for a while there. It looks like they may get sucked into the relegation battle. Looks like they've done just enough, right? They've done just enough to to survive. Declan is an England international. He doesn't want to go through relegation battles. He said it. He wants to win trophies. He wants to play in the Champions League. So we'll have to see what his next step is. But no matter what it is, it is going to be a big money move, which he has earned. So we're excited to see what happens with Declan. One that's a little bit more of a European flair on this one is Manuel Ugarte. So he is a midfielder, 22-year-old from Sporting Lisbon. He's got a 52 million release clause, which is not a lot in this day and age, especially for someone who has done as well as he has. Uh, when you do the player radars, Ugarte is one of the premier uh, midfielders in all of Europe. It, it, everyone is looking at him and Declan Rice, essentially. So it's no surprise to see the headline that Liverpool are ready to meet the release clause for Manuel Ugarte. But if you dig into it a little bit, Liverpool are not the only one. Uh, it does say that his agent, Jorge Mendes, will be in Lisbon in the next few days to discuss this with Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, right? I mean, duh. All the usual players we just talked about. I believe United is in on it too. They just want to upgrade their midfield options, and he's a great look. Chelsea picked up Enzo Fernandez from Benfica. There's a lot of talent in the Portuguese um, Premier League. It's it's always been a hotbed of talent. I think the most surprising thing here is usually Portuguese teams do a lot better of setting their release clauses here. $52 million seems a little bit cheap, but we'll have to see how it all ends up. I mean... That seems like a no-brainer for anyone who wants a really dynamic box-to-box midfielder. Uh, and, and again, he's 22 years old, so you're going to have a lot of potential options uh, with him. He's going to be around for a long, long time. So it seems like a bargain to me, but we'll wait. We'll have to wait and see how it all shakes out. But Manuel Garte, you're going to hear more about him. <laughs> Lastly here, we've got uh, Joao Felix. We do not know what's going to happen to him with his loan. Atletico seem to be pretty open about the fact that they're not really worried about what he does, a.k.a. they're not bothered if he comes back or not. It's just a tough line to read. I mean, literally, the President Cerezo says, we don't know what will happen to Joao in the summer. At the moment, he is at Chelsea. Then we see if he can renew or not. He can continue another season or not, but... Don't worry about that. He is literally saying, hey, Chelsea, you let us know. If not, we'll try to find someone else. Uh, It's been a rough loan spell for him, mainly because Chelsea have been so, so tough this season to watch in attack. They've been absolutely shocking. Uh, Joao Felix, though, there's been moments of brilliance from him. There have been flashes of a great player, but by and large, the amount of chances he's missed has been insane. Um, Not really creating any opportunities for any of his teammates it's really him or bus so as Chelsea have to rebuild their squad from top to bottom they're gonna have to look at this and say do they want to spend another you know five plus million on a loan deal uh with two seasons you would have put almost 20 million into a player that you don't even own 
Is that what they want to do? Todd Bowley and Bidadik Bali trying to figure out what they're going to do. They're still getting their feet underneath them, right, with their massive spending sprees that they love. So we'll see what happens. But the only other thing that we have on Chelsea is that um, the owners did announce a, a ticket freeze. So they said cost of living crisis in the country. Uh, they they want to you know support the fans in that. Honestly, it's about the most obvious thing that they could have possibly done with the run of form that this team has had this season. Anytime you want to get points, easy points with the fans, you freeze season ticket prices, and that's exactly what they did. So, um, anyways, that is it for, again, Wednesday or Thursday, May 11th. Did I say Wednesday at the beginning? I am losing my mind. I need to get it together. But thank you again for listening. And if you would, go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps everybody find this amazing podcast. So anyways, go have a great day, footy fans.